Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back, you guys. This is our fourth installment of, fourth part of, we don't know how many parts of, <laughs> the Watch What Crappens and Reality Gays Holiday Spectacular Gay Crappens. You're here. If you're if you're still invested after this many episodes, you're sick. Yeah. <laughs> or, you, or you just need to need your family to leave you alone. <laughs> it's true. Uh, if you didn't notice, we are covering the 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 acclaimed Lifetime uh, movie holiday movie, Ladies of the 80, 80s, colon. A diva's Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Not a semicolon, a full colon. <laughs> full colon. Uh, yes. I, this is, my name's Matt Marr, for some of you that are listening. And with me, I have Ronnie Karam. Hey, hello, Ronnie. Hello. Well, hello. Ben Mandelker. Is it Mandelker? Mandelker. Yeah. Mandelker. Hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Mandelker. What's your name, please? That's and okay. Then, it's what happens. And, and then some bitch that just walked in, yeah, Jake Anthony, just a.k.a. Climbed, climbed, climbed out of a dumpster. So I'm here. <laughs> so the night, story actually. here's the story so far. In case you're just joining us, okay, <laughs> there is a young man who is um, he's he's gonna lose his house, his car, his everything. If he's run out of chances in Hollywood, and he's got to make this production work, and if it doesn't, he has to go back to where he came from. And so he's the only thing, the only rabbit he can pull out of his hat is to reunite the four women that he used to work with as a child to put on some fabulous soap opera reunion. Union. And if this goes off without a hitch, he can keep his house. But the problem is their egos are so out of control and they are so such big divas that it's impossible to imagine that the show could ever go off and they're going to need a Christmas miracle for, for it to work. That is the movie that this is supposed to be. But instead, <laughs> I was going to say, I want to watch that is, movie. <laughs> this is a movie of four ladies arriving at a mansion and, um, you know, having a and lovely he- time reuniting. He kind of has a weird career as an actor, but this is his first time both writing and producing, it seems like. Yeah. And he hasn't acted in uh, what apparently he says Since what he's done half his life, which must have been as a child because he's maybe late 20s now. What do you think? It's maybe actually 20? It's been five years. It's been five years since he acted because that's apparently when he was in um, school with the director, okay. Nell. So it's been five years. At Sundance. He's late twenties. Yes. She's a very successful short filmmaker now in now in Sundance. Um, <laughs> and I I just I 
I, it does feel happen? like you you <laughs> you inflated the stakes, and and that movie would have been great. Would have been great. Um, inflating the, the stakes. Where we left off is... Um, the cartoon stakes that were inflated. Yes. Uh, the, the women are upset now. The women They're, are upset <laughs> There's been a glimmer yes, of ego. They've all just quit. We, we, all we're, quit. Yes, we're picking up. They've all quit. What would normally be the third act. Yes. <laughs> and like Poodles... The movie. Yes. Like Poodle's apartment, we see Lonnie Anderson sitting in front of a hat box having a conversation. <laughs> a full-on hat box that no I, one ever I uses. I have to say, this has to be part of her collection. Um, She's got the hat. It, She's got the safari well, she hat. Came safari. She came from Safari in Borneo, even though, you know, Borneo's in Southeast Asia. I, I do know that Jake, when he is a woman... Uh, or thinks he's a woman in her mid sixties. He will travel with a hat box. <laughs> well, what I else? Yeah. yeah, if you can't drag, you can't drive a bunch of uh, boxes. Strange. Also, what's I, I'm going to need several hats that I wear based on mood. So I'm going to need at least two to three. Oh, I'm I didn't think you'd have hats in there. I thought I would just hold your poppers. Well, that's true. And just <laughs> lots, of, lots of lube and... Um... Maybe a hat made of poppers. You can wear it to the Royal Ascot. <laughs> and, and, you just, and you just pick one off. And you just like... Pick one off. Um, um, so yeah. where we left off, so, so Lonnie Anderson was just um, complaining to her old friend who's working at the Gay and yeah. Lesbian Center. Um, <laughs> that's that exactly she hasn't gotten where this an is. Emmy. Yeah, that she hasn't got an Emmy, and then we go over yeah. to Nicolette, Nicolette Sheridan, yeah. who's calling her son, um, who's still in the same suit, uh, mm-hmm. and saying that uh, should we get a little insight on why she decided to change her mind? She decided that in the spirit of the holidays, she would let bygones be bygones, which feels a little flimsy, but that's what uh. she did. And the sounds like, well, but, did you tell her that? This movie feels a little flimsy. Everything's so a little flimsy, is. okay? A lot of flimsy things happening. And Juliet's like, if she could leave me when I needed her the most, then how could I ever trust her with knowing that I'm letting bygones be bygones? I was so young. I was newly engaged. I should have been the happiest I ever was in my life. And you know what she did? She stole that from me by not taking my phone call. <laughs> <laughs> I had to enter the year 2000 alone. <laughs> Without any warnings. <laughs> what, what was to come? So Donna is watching from her window because Nicolette's yes. like, I'm going to leave. I shall talk to you right outside of my car door until I officially do leave because I don't know oh, yeah. how I would talk to you while I drive in a car in 2023. <laughs> yeah. So Morgan is standing above her, like looking down from the window, like, I can't believe she's on the phone. It's, yeah. And then and they do this weird, They you tell the director was like, look, I've been wanting to do this shot forever. If you lean out the window, cameraman, and when she walks back through the window, you walk too. And it's like we're walking through the wall. It was such a weird camera shot in the midst. Like, you don't see this in Lifetime movies. And you could tell. Yeah. A real auteur took, yeah, the, took the helm. Took it, it, that's what took me out of this was that. Yeah, Really? That That's really something. So was it like a drone thing? <laughs> Or Maybe. was it like one of the, I don't know. Because I remember one time I was like, oh my God, this is amazing that they just put a drone shot in a Real Housewives show. And people were <laughs> were messaging us like, you fucking moron. It's a drone, <laughs> not a crane. I'm like, wow. 
<laughs> they got a crane shot in Real Housewives. I didn't don't understand. You, don't Rose. you love it how listeners just don't suffer us at all? Like they'll oh. they'll basically <laughs> said you guys didn't know this, but it's blah blah blah. Um, yep, Go fuck yourselves. Well, I think <laughs> at some point it's just like listening. Like to me, it's like listening to your dad. So you remember that thing? Um, what was it? That show? And you're that, trying to hint each other. That's one hundred percent. I always say our show is like the worst game of twenty five thousand dollar pyramid ever. Because he's <laughs> say, he's saying an actus, and I'm I'm like, oh, is it so and so? And he's like, no, 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 the one who did this, and it's wrong. And somehow yeah. I get it, but it's yeah. just stressful. I don't for me. get it, we and I keep telling Ben, stop listeners. setting me up to look stupid. Stop <laughs> asking me questions. I I don't just like, know the, the answer. Name of that like, type of airplane that they had in the twenties. <laughs> like fuck you, Ben. I'm like, oh, it's, it's a triplane. It's a uniplane. Yeah. <laughs> Biplane. Biplane. <sighs> So um, anyway, so Dana is over is eavesdropping in on Nicolette Sheridan, who's having this conversation. And by Dana, I mean Donna. And she, but the thing is that Donna's also talking to her daughter, her real life daughter, Chloe. And apparently, her real life daughter the situation. Yes, and the daughter she sighs, and the daughter is like, "I know that sigh. You both are too proud to have a real heart to heart." And then Donna Mills, oh like, really? Oh. Does she have a too proud to sigh heart to heart? I've yes. never really heard of that specific sigh. Great it's show. I wish I would have been on it. <laughs> yeah, she's like the daughter's like, "Oh, sorry. I know it still stings. Forty years later, that you didn't get to be on heart to heart." <laughs> oh god i'm sorry i stepped on the heart to heart joke i mean what the hell am i even thinking <laughs> it wasn't our joke it was the show's joke but no, she, they made an effort i just stepped all over it i oh, got god. it but it's mostly this that that joke would have fit with women in their 50s and above like, oh, I didn't even get that joke, and I'm I'm gay. I'm so gay. I'm so ready for this movie, and I was like a heart to heart joke. Come on, Stephanie. I actually Powers? appreciated it. Stephanie Powers. I believe so. Yeah. It, did heart to heart just come to streaming? Oh wait, no. It's uh, the one where they're moonlighting with Bruce Willis. Mm, I think. Oh god. I've only seen heart to heart. There was once. a show. Was it? What, there what, was a show. <laughs> there was a show. That was no odd. Scarecrow and Mrs. King. So <laughs> oh my god! Okay, he was part of my. He was part of my. He was part of my sexual awakening. <laughs> oh, I only saw the yeah, show like once. I, I just think it's my a mother loved show. that show. Who played uh, Scarecrow, Mrs. King? Who was it? Uh, Kate. He was his name. Uh, I'm doing the thing now. Jeremy Jackson. Kate Jackson. Kate Jackson loved her, um, but I can't remember the guy's name. It was he, Who's um, Mr. King, Anthony Hopkins, Bruce, Bruce. <laughs> no. Boy God, you guys, I'm getting Bruce gayer Boxleiter. even talking Bruce to Boxleiter. you. I just said Bruce, Bruce Boxleiter. Boxleiter. Come on, like, you guys are literally <laughs> giving Philippe. my tongue more girth just it from was, talking to you guys. Wow. It was Bruce Boxleitner and John Eric Hexum from Voyagers that were part of my also part of my sexual awakening. Who he died. <laughs> Oh wow! So um, either way, so go back to sleep. Go back so to sleep. Donna go Mills. Sleep, awakening of sex. <laughs> Donna Mills apparently has some real trauma about heart to heart, but it's okay because because if she had gotten that role, she never would have been wor- able to work with 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 the Aaron's spelling and Sorkin. So again, a joke, a a joke that. I think it's like people, inside baseball at a yeah. baseball game. No one's watching, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes. 
It's like it's a minor league baseball game. It's like, yeah, it is like they were like they wanted to. Not only did they want to market this to movie to the gay gay men, but they also wanted to market it to the Beverly Hills Kiwanis Club. Yeah, <laughs> like just and Robert so Wagner. Excited. Robert Wagner was the male in Heart to Heart. Right, Stephanie like, Powers. And I got so Wagner. mad. I drove. I drove away in a teeny tiny little car wearing a fez hat. <laughs> <laughs> so the daughter is like. She's like, Mom, you have to stop Juliet before she leaves because you might not get this opportunity to ever apologize to her or clear the air with her ever again in your life. Why is, mom, mom, ladies why is the daughter so invested? And she goes out the window and stares. Meanwhile, someone's in a spa and doesn't know how to turn it on. That's what I've decided. Is that <laughs> Linda Gray went down the deck and she's like, how did these buttons work? But thank God she never got the spa going because... Are you talking about she's eating a five-pack from Wiener Schnitzel in there? She's not using a steam. <laughs> She's not doing a steamer. She's she's just eating her fast food in the corner. So yeah. there's like the sad licking, piano music. Licking Crisco playing. from her fingers. Just yeah. Add so it. Alex and Nell are talking, and Alex is distraught because it's like it's like this is it like this, everything has turned into a huge fiasco. And now in my like, writing and producing career as an ex-child <laughs> actor that has never really started. <laughs> yes, and and Nell's like, oh no, but this is your baby. You're the one who convinced the network to film the special something we don't know something we don't know and it might have been good to know that (laughs) and he's like well it's so easy to talk to you i forgot how easy it was she goes well you could have called me but you ghosted me and i didn't have your phone number or any social media (laughs) handles Um, he just said how easy it was to talk to you and you're going to come at him that's like you're ruining it but they had to explain why she never found out his mom died Right. right. He's not on and social media. She didn't have it. Yeah. So Alex is like, so they're getting a text from the publicist being like, Wait, oh my did God. Did he say that? I think I just made that up. Go ahead, Ben. I'm sorry. No, we well, did. The, the publicist is texting being like, what's going on? What's going on? And he's like, okay, you know what? Nell, I owe you an explanation about why I ghosted you, but now is not the time. And, and then Nell's like, you're right. Because all I know is that you are not letting the ladies of the 80s down. And yes, I am going to refer to them as that. And if anything, they're letting you down, mister. So arguing about a fight that happened a million years ago, can you believe they would be doing that? <laughs> but they're so then, still having a problem with things that went down six years ago. And they won't talk about it. It's layers. By the way, layers. guess layers. who's about yeah. to have a heart attack if that is really turned on? Linda, because Linda's listening to all this from the steam room. Now, who the fuck is just standing in front of the steam room <laughs> having a conversation? Not, not making me, a sound. Me, because my sinuses hurt and I don't want to have somebody suck my dick. And who's, Matt, again, only Matt's there unclogging his sinuses with yes. his dick. Yes. But also, remember, who said, okay, hey... I'm coming to the set to film a show. Oh, no, we're all angry at each other. Let me disrobe and take a steam in the middle of the set. <laughs> we figured this all out. Okay. Great. Nicolette's still up by her car like, I am quitting. Get in your I car, am... Nicolette. <laughs> She's just smoking. Uh, so so this is where they're trying them all together. Yes. Yeah, because they tried to create a, this is where they tried to create a stakes, which is like, what do I do? Cancel the photo shoot? Tell the network that this isn't going to happen? What are we going to do? There's only one person who works in Hollywood publicity television in this entire city. What are we going to disappoint him? We can't let Alex's career down. We can't. Uh, we can't let his career fail. 
But there's this yes. also this weird confluence that one of them also says these two belong together. So <laughs> not only do we have this is where I get confused. Not only do we have to make the movie, but we also have to forcibly bring these two <laughs> together whether they want to or not. Yeah. yeah. You know, I know we've had 20 plus years of tension <laughs> and issues and i may have slept with your husband or fiance we'll get <laughs> we'll to get that. to that but i think we'll what's most that. important is there are two young people here who are decently attractive so let's try to get them together they need to fuck so, so, <laughs> so then um linda they going goes to into it. the steam room so linda's in the steam room so morgan's talking to her and linda's like oh my god you won't believe what i just heard i just heard alex he's very upset because his we're gonna ruin his movie linda you didn't fucking know that before you went to the steam room what do you think happens <laughs> this yeah. is an economy linda <laughs> yeah i know he, it is the rental home Jesus. So she's like, I've been thinking. And then, of course, Lonnie's like, ladies, I think we're about to be roped into something, which was the name of my one woman play that did not receive a Tony. Roped into something. <laughs> Linda's got on her puppies aren't meat face. What is it, Linda? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and Donna's like, I'm still paying for that rescue of baby elephants from the circus mission. <laughs> That we Which, did, God, how many years ago? We, but we already that, because they all that, have charities, <laughs> and it's going to come back in the weirdest <laughs> fucking way ever. But I just want to say that the um, the rescue the circus elephant rescue mission already has higher stakes than this movie. Yes, <laughs> yes. I was like, now there's a plot I could get behind. Five ladies of the '80s rescuing baby elephants from circus. Love it. I literally saw a movie about there's a movie called Operation Dumbo Drop with like Bill yes. Murray and I think Linda Fiorentino in fact. Oh boy, that career! I I loved her, and that career went nowhere. She was like Men in Black, and then Operation Dumbo Drop. <laughs> Listen, she's that an Oscar nominee. Dum Dumbo she movies is. have really Last killed Seduction? a lot of careers. Was she nominated for Last Seduction? Oh, yeah. No, she, well, no, she famously wasn't because it was released on HBO before theaters. But actually, she was, I think, nominated in the 80s for a Martin Scorsese movie. She, her oh. was actually significant. It's, yeah, it's one of my Fiorentino. I will not hear the slander. No, I, 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 I wasn't. I didn't know anything after, like, Men in Black. Well, apparently see. you didn't. That's... Apparently, <laughs> apparently. <you didn't. laughs> but I'm a, I'm a big. I Last Seduction is one of my favorite movies. So. Actually, Jake's I... not wrong. Let's see yeah. movies: The Last Seduction, Men in Black, Jade. Oh my God, remember Jade? Jade. With oh, David wow. Caruso. Yeah. yeah. Yes. By the way, when they Fiorentino were like, was... we're making David Caruso sexy, and everyone's like, Oh my God, I can't. I'm, I'm naked Ginger's butt. No, I just I just want to say that Operation um, Operation Dumbo Drop. Linda Fiorentino is not in that movie. Oh. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> there appears it. to be no woman in the movie. I'm looking at the cast; it's all men. <laughs> it's like Danny Glover, Ray Liotta, Dennis Leary, Dougie Doug, and Corin Nemec, who is Parker Lewis can't Parker lose. Parker Lewis can't lose. Yeah. God, Linda Fiorentino's done a lot. Okay, guys, here's the point. We're watching a movie on Lifetime right now. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So um, the ladies decide that they're going to do this because young people who are both semi-blonde uh, and hot uh, need, a need chance. help fucking each other or something. And, yeah, so, and they're actors. They're like, we're actresses. We can just act like we like one another. It'll be yeah. our greatest acting challenge. And that's where we get our love letters <laughs> reference from Lonnie Anderson, which was funny. It'll be, um, our, it'll be our greatest acting challenge 
going f- pretending to really like each other instead of just actually most of us actually really like each other <laughs> yeah. yeah instead I'm of on. actually pretending we have some backstory that the movie never gave us <laughs> well, they yeah. just going from having no tension to having a little bit no less tension. of no tension. Yeah. Remember that and, part like where strangers. we just all quit for no reason? Let's just all join. <laughs> let's let's just all not. unquit for no reason. Unquit. <laughs> let's go back. It's a great so then, silent unquitting. So how, then Lonnie's how, like, how, once I faked chemistry in a production of Love Letters with Rodney Dangerfield. I just had to give that line the proper credit because, wow. Okay, so then um, Alex is still on hold with whoever he's been calling. And Mel's like, you won't believe what the ladies are doing. I just went and, back to the steam room for no reason. God, I love and it we're, just so, we're in the production office because if you weren't clear, someone just printed the words production office and put a yes, bow on it. Yes, and put a bow on the like wall. That was actually accurate because that's how production that, offices look. That's how they look. That is, they do not, that. They print it out in that thing. font and but, they put it on yeah, there. But that was well, the people most, don't realize it was the... It was, was the, the actual production office the of the real. Well, it was the real production <laughs> yeah, office of the, the movie. Real production office. Yeah, because weren't they in an actual house? But then now they're in an office, right? This wasn't like a home office. No, Didn't it have it was, a clear I, glass window in it? I think no, like the production I, I office was, is his office. I no, uh, I thought it was an office in the house. Oh, I thought I, it was an office in an actual. I thought, I thought that was no, it's an office. It's supposed to be an office in the house. That was the office he was writing shirtless in. Yes. They were all in this house because it was like the apocalypse was happening outside That's the house. That's what they I thought, leave. but then I thought his... <laughs> it's the only place that exists in the world. Like Alec Mappa and all everybody else, they're like in a special other where everyone's this safe. Bird, this is the Bird Box prequel. So then Nell <laughs> is like, you're not going to believe what the, what the ladies are doing. And he goes, quintuple homicide. I was like, well, now that would be an interesting twist. <laughs> yes. yes. I'd enjoy that part of it. Finally, you're pitching. So then um, <laughs> the ladies are coming down, and there's like electric guitars playing. It's like, nah, 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 nah. Back <laughs> it's, the, the it's the montage, y'all. It's coming. Yeah, they're all getting along, and they're and they're getting along so well that Alex and Nell don't even realize they've started to hold hands. The power okay. of five ladies from the eighties. I, oh I said, wow. I said, the together. power of five women, for, former aging soap stars, getting into hair and makeup brought these two. <laughs> people into holding hands i mean they kind of look at it and they're like oh my god we are if all these women walked in the room i probably would grab one of your hands just in gay gas (laughs) that's true but 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 i like that they were all getting they were all holding hand or sorry they were all doing this photo shoot and we're getting the electric guitars playing and the only one who had a wind machine on her was nicolette sheridan i was like (laughs) you can try (laughs) to make nicolette sheridan nice all you want she brought her fan from home and the others didn't she was like sorry ladies you know she, that she insisted on having someone. They're like, we don't have the budget for a wind machine. Someone is standing there with a blow dryer just on Nicolette. It was Scott you know? Evans. They're like, Scott, can you do us a favor? <laughs> get all this blow dryer. So, I got it. So this is where so, we get that montage that's absolutely amazing. We're the ladies. This is the best thing the in, the, in the movie. The woman's voice does give it a lesbian feel, though. Like someone who sang like Black Velvet or like, just our lady. Wasn't rock. this supposed to be Tiffany? Tiffany, but it didn't sound like Tiffany. I think it sounded like Carrie Underwood. Listen, they were sexy when they walk, sassy when they talk. Okay, and they're younger than they've ever been. Minute by minute. Um, (laughs) What 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 I was confused about here is right after that he says I have to rewrite the script. It is. I'm sorry. Stop, everybody. Jake, I'm interrupting you. 
for the 9,000th time because I have very important news for you guys. It was Tiffany singing the theme yes! song. Was? Tiffany, it Tiffany. was? I feel like this is the best I've heard I Tiffany saw, sound. I saw I that Tiffany did country. Sounded like country, right? It kind of it's like listen, rockabilly, yeah. It was written by Steve Dorff and Michael J and is performed by 80s pop singer like, Tiffany. I'm dead. Steve, like I saw Steve that in Dorf, the press like release. Wow. Wait a second. Are you no, saying this Steve is Dorf? Just Steve Dorf. Steve Dorf. Yeah. yeah. Because there was Keep one time in my life where I was wedged between Tiffany and Steven Dorf. Oh, no, wow. Not. That's, that's called synchronicity. That's so synchronicity. for a moment, I was like, this, this something weird's happening. I got, I, I got really panicked there. Okay, well, go don't on. just stop. No, go on. I, what? Are, when what were are, you stuck between Stephen Dorff? I need, I need to hear I mean, more. What the fuck? Am I supposed to just go did, make this? Did Stephen Dorff practice? Okay, Stephen Dorff smell like cigarettes? Okay, we'll Probably. be back for part five of Ben talking. <laughs> just kidding. Go ahead, Ben. Oh. No, I, um, I managed to get myself into the Playboy 50th anniversary party. Oh, at the Playboy that, Mansion. That, that tracks. And so. It was like you love every Playboy so much. I, I was like, I want to go to some place where I'll be very sexually aroused. And so Constant um, masturbation over there. Constant. <laughs> and so there was like tons of these like random celebrities, all sorts of B-list celebrities, but then random people like Gloria Alred and Jesse Jackson was there and Anna <laughs> Nicole Smith. <laughs> Gloria Alred was there. It was so confusing. She's just walking up to people. Uh, Talking to Jesse Jackson. They now, have a lot have to you talk been about. mistreated? Anybody who's been mistreated? <laughs> just giving this was out a be, card. This is like 2002, maybe. Yeah. Maybe three. And it was, I mean, it was crazy. I mean, this, Anna Nicole Smith was alive at this time. I remember seeing D her there. The and, Dalai Lama. And went, <laughs> yeah, and I remember going to the bar and there was like this crush of people and I remember being crushed literally between Steven Dorff and Tiffany. So when you said like it was Tiffany as written by Steven Dorff or Steve Dorff, I was like, I cannot believe like, that would have been like a faded such moment. a moment. Yeah. Yeah. You were well, I mean, if you were if you were between Tiffany and Steve Dorff, you could have been like, what the fuck was up with this ladies of the age movie? <laughs> There have been a more interesting conversation. They like met so, because they're like, who is that gay that got stuck between us? Hey, what's your number? And then they fall in love. That's how it okay, so I, now everybody's decided to do this movie, and I put the next scene as Alex skipping leg day again to write shirtless in his boxers. So Yeah, uh, so him. we have this whole montage, and during this montage, we've talked a lot about the song, but the things that they're doing is that they are, because this is the photo shoot that they're doing, so they're right. decorating the tree, and they are making gingerbread cookies, cookies. together. And then Nell and Alex are sitting from director's chairs watching, but like also shoving cinnamon buns in each other's faces. Yeah, they're, they're canoodling. Yeah. I like that they don't have an art department and they actually have to make the <laughs> props. <laughs> so, yes. no, that's, that's, that's true. What's, that's happening. Um, they're actually all sat out in the kitchen drying. And, yeah, and they actually, this. this wasn't like fake art direction. Like, no, this was for the actual movie they're filming now. And then, and there's like a lot of like this very simple. There's a lot of this like their backs are to um, the backs are to the camera, and one by one they turn around holding like a stocking. Yes, um, it's a lot of that kind of choreo. And then, um, as as Ronnie was saying about the leg day thing, it sort of like settles in 
on like that they have to like he has to he's decided he needs to like rewrite the script to reflect the good mood in the cast that they get along now which it doesn't make sense because you're you're supposed to be writing to the characters and not to the actresses <laughs> yes <laughs> really getting along i'm going to change this whole film um to where they're getting along what is that that doesn't happen you know what bruce willis um is totally fine with terrorism now let's just rewrite die hard <laughs> to where yeah. or like like or holiday how about, party. How about we treat them as actresses so they can actually act and do a script? Who cares that they get along? The concept yeah. of acting it's is bizarre. to do your fucking job. But also just this whole scene, okay, it's like the middle of the movie, literally nothing has happened that makes any sense. And then the screenwriter who's writing it as he goes along decides to write plots. What are you talking about? You <laughs> shoot a live thing and you go live in two minutes. Do yeah. You? And also, why are you in your underwear now? I don't mind it. Well, I was like, oh, he had I, like a surprisingly really good body, but he's like, like in the production office, which is in the same house, as far as the I, ladies my are back together. I'm taking off my pants. He I did thought just he might. Like, I thought he was nice all his clothes. I thought he was yeah. naked, naked for a while. He's just and I typing I in his we underwear. We were gonna have we were gonna have a whole scene where she came in and he was holding a laptop in front of his privates. And that would have been like a thing where they went back yes. and forth about. And guess what? That never happened. Like American, <laughs> also, it's American it's, graffiti, but with the pie. Or not American graffiti. pie. Those were two yeah. American movies. pie with the pie. Yeah. <laughs> where, By yeah, the way, you they know walk it's gonna be in on Ron, Ron Howard naked with a pie on his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's going to be a bad script. First of all, any writer that has a body like that is not going to write a good script. Thank we you. Saw that, Thank uh, you. Okay. Thank first you. of all, let's just you need to be schlubby. You need to, you need to, you need to not have abs, okay? Justice so, for the slubs. So he's, so he's trying to rewrite this scene, and then we're seeing like, um, we're seeing like his, we're imagining his version of it, and so we see Margot, uh, we're seeing like versions of the soap opera scene in his head. I like he, this meta approach, but it just never paid off the way I thought it would. Of, yeah, we should yeah. see more of it. Also, yeah. didn't they only do it twice? So if you're going to do something like this, do it okay. in three threes or don't, fives. Don't, don't, threes don't, or fives. Don't, don't even try to apply threes or fives to this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think they had time. So, more than but I love too that he's like, okay, here's what the plots could be. Maybe it's that one has an evil twin. No. Uh, maybe it's that one has amnesia. No. Literally, those are all better than anything that happens. Go with yeah. one of those, and this would have still been a good movie. But no. So then we go to Morgan checking her phone. Uh, or, I don't know, someone can't sleep and they're checking their phone. So it's time to go down to the kitchen and get a snack. And then everyone's like, oh, my God. You're in the yep. kitchen, too? I'm in the kitchen. <gasps> you're in the kitchen, <laughs> this is, too? This is like, half the movie is walking make, into a room being shot. And then it becomes reveal that you're a Golden Girls writer without revealing you're a Golden Girls writer. <laughs> People slowly filing into the kitchen late at night. Okay, wow. so, ba so basically, he just he just rip whips whips out his biggest. This is this is my biggest trick. Here we are. <laughs> I know. So Margaret goes downstairs, and Lily's there, and Lily has decided to make late night mold cider because why I cannot, not? This would destroy my acid reflux. <laughs> like, also, by the way, why imagine? are they sleeping on their set? Why are they sleeping on their set? So, also, uh, they're in full beat, by the way. Full uh, beat. <laughs> That that that's a joke that I don't know if anybody else got um, later on, where they said someone said we just woke up, can't you tell? And they're all like heavy makeup, <laughs> and I'm like, is this too meta of a joke? But I thought it was funny. 
But I realized I don't think it was a joke. I think <laughs> I only think I thought it was funny. <laughs> they had their bed head wigs on. Yeah. So, um, so, so basically, Lonnie Anderson is down there with some mold cider. Like, that's not just something you just like go downstairs and make. Like, that takes some no, time. No, it's got to simmer for like thirty minutes. She's been I, there for a while, thinking about all her Emmy losses. I can't. That stuff. No, I don't want hot wine. <laughs> also, by the way, by the way, okay. Also. How are you surprised by mold wine? How do you walk downstairs and be like, oh, I didn't realize you were here. Like, it's mold wine. You smell it all throughout the entire house. That is true. Don't you think there's someone downstairs making mold wine? Yeah. It smells like someone puked with cinnamon in it. <laughs> so the ladies gather. Nicolette comes down, too. And so they're talking about, oh, my God, isn't it? Don't you miss swapping st uh, stories over craft services, guys? And then they talk about how they used to be able to eat whatever they wanted without gaining weight which is a bunch of bullshit okay i don't know whoever has lived in la and just been like oh my god remember that time when we just ate whatever we want no nobody no. nobody no. has done that and been you have a diet at, at age 12 <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was there was also like an attempt to give morgan fairchild's character like some backstory or some personality because she was she's like I always make sure to wake my kids up with the smell of their favorite traditional English fruitcake wafting through the house, just like my mom made for me. So I thought Alex and Nell would like it too, because I guess she's going to make fruitcake now. But, <laughs> like, here's but it's dropped. We never, like, we never hear anything no, else about it. No, it comes back again at it the end. It does come back, yeah. But also, why? Because she speaks in a completely American accent. There's no need. There's there's nothing that comes from this. I think it maybe right. her, maybe her parents were English. So I kind of I, I think I, that's Morgan what I Fairchild assume. is actually British. Her parents are actually British. Yeah. So it's like they wanted to bring that. Yeah. Morgan Fairchild was like, I'd like to include this. This is improvised. But, Morgan Fairchild was like, growing up as a child and. London, I remember the horses and the <laughs> muffins that my mother would make in the morning. But it makes no sense. Like, the I'm just clip looking. Clip, 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 clip on the cobblestone streets. She this actually was her, this grew was, up this in Dallas. A... She's from Dallas, fucking Texas. Why would they uh, even do this? It makes no sense. No, the, you know this is Morgan is? Fairchild. At, this is her. This is the actress saying, I I'm sorry. Before we do the rest of the scene, I was just wondering, can I just, I would love to add a, a detail. Uh, I don't know. Uh, English. Food, about food my childhood. Why do we add that yeah. into the script? Nicolette's wow. like, I smell gingerbread cookies. Get me a fucking blow dryer over here right now. <laughs> so anyway, girls, let me tell you why I've been mad this whole time at Donna. Because she never returned my call. I'm like, that's it. That's it. Literally, that's it. She never returned her call. I would have mm -hmm. no friends left. Yeah. <laughs> It's so confusing. Uh, oh, yeah, because they're all getting drunk, right? Because she tells it because they get her drunk, so there's like a drinking montage, right? And then she says this whole thing about like, you know, she starts saying like, oh, yeah, you know, like back in the back in the day, I was I was a bit of a party girl. And oh, Studio God, 54? I, More like the limelight. Like, so she was a club kid. <laughs> <laughs> she knew Michael Alec. <laughs> You know, and she was like, that's a little bit before my time. You know, the rest of the cast was like, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> I went to the limelight and, the, and, 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 and arena, the other club kid places. I Me used to go James to Slash. <laughs> Didn't we have an arena in West Hollywood? Yes, not yeah, the Gay the, and Lesbian that Center was, now. That was, that oh. was for the Twinks. Yeah, God, we arena, just got arena coming back to the, that Gay and Lesbian Center. We you know, they literally Everything turned goes back to it. it. 
they turned it, they converted it into the Gay and Lesbian Center. I never went to Twink yeah. stuff like a, because I ever, even when I had with Twink Because you were stuff, too I, old? I just, well, even when I was a Twink, I think I just had not a Twink I face. I don't think you were ever a Twink. I, I was I never. Was a, I hit 40 at like seven years old and I've stayed there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I don't think I would have wanted to I was, be a Twink. I was a Twink before I had hair on my face and then, but I was always an 88 year old woman inside. <laughs> so yeah. it was only on the outside. So Juliet says that like after being ghosted, she was a club girl, but after being ghosted, like the way like she dealt with it was just pouring her energy into work and she just would work mm. and work and work. work but there work. was always something missing. But uh, this is no one wants to hear this. I, I, I was hoping to keep it private, especially from the blonde who shall remain nameless. The blonde. There's like three other blondes. <laughs> I know which Can one. Can you be more specific? Which one? I... It's not specific enough. Angela. I really needed a redhead in here. <laughs> She's like, you know, the one with privilege. And uh, Margaret so could have done this. And Margaret would have been great here. Oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I think. Um, I mean, I, I think mean, you could been... literally say that in any movie and it would work. You know? And Margaret would have yeah. been great here. Yeah. How about the yeah. mom from Elf? Margaret would have been great. Oh, the mom I would, from I Elf. I would agree with you on everything. On not, every not, point. not Willie from Elf, because I think he got like arrested for like. Well, he, or well, he's also no longer with us, but yeah, Willie from Alf had like oh. an actual crack issue. Yeah, <laughs> Alf, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, let's leave Alf alone. Yeah, let's. <laughs> leave, I feel like. I, Wait, what if Alf were in this? He's like, I'm a lady <laughs> from the eighties. <laughs> he's like, anybody want some old cats? <laughs> Didn't he eat cats? Wasn't that Alf? Yeah, that was yes. a weird show. Okay, back to this. Give the guy. old Alf for a hug. So uh, Donna is like pretending that she just heard something fucking scandalous and they called her a blonde lady. So uh, welcome to 2023. So she's yep. like, well, I heard you in my room where the vent goes up. So would you mind if I film this and post this in my storylines? Because I don't know who plugged media. Donna in, but she's very animated from this point on. Yeah. Very animated. And then... We just hear someone singing Oh Christmas Tree in the distance. Oh Christmas Tree. Oh Christmas Tree. And yes. like slamming and walnuts down. And it's, and it's Nell in a different room. Nell who doesn't seem to realize there's four other women awake right but now in the kitchen. This tracks with your theory, Ben, that if this is actually a continuation of the story of Nell, she would want to like beat walnuts open like she did in the wood to eat. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Progressing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So now, for whatever reason, Nell why is furious. Is she, why so is she, she is angry or sad? <laughs> I she's was so confused. Well, because she's like, know. I went from Sundance to this, and so she's. <laughs> But so she's, she's cracking get paid walnuts. Regardless. Also, isn't she cracking the walnuts incorrectly? Aren't you supposed to put the walnuts in the mouth of the nutcracker? Yes, and you then, are. Yeah, she was smashing them with done. the bottom of the net. So this doesn't that. speak well for her directorial skills. No. no. So she's banging the, the walnuts, totally unaware that there's four women in the next room over gossiping over mold wine. And so the women all come in and she's like, Oh, did I wake you? And Margot's like, No, did it look like you just did woke it up? Look like we just woke up? <laughs> No, because yeah. you're all you're all sauced on mold yeah. wine. 
So she's like, I'm going to make a story of this for the for the um, social media. Um, people will love it. And they're like, are those real friends or are those just computer friends? Oh, computer friends. <laughs> now, th- what is interesting, too, like the plot line, they, this happens a couple of times where they're like, they sit down and they say, this is about Alex, isn't it? And Donna says, um, uh, and she's like, how did you know? And then Donna says, something about how you cracked that nut. <laughs> <laughs> Like a maniac, well, which felt like a gay, like a gay pun of semen joke, but sure, whatever. Something about how you crack that nut. Well, the the other thing about this is they just assume this isn't career related; that it's all about a boy, <laughs> all about a boy, <laughs> and, and it's just yeah. not. It's like she's now being reduced to how she figures into his world, and she's and they're the like. Ma- She's like the manic pixie dream girl, except she's sort yes! of just like the blase pixie whatever girl. <laughs> and they, and they start to, <laughs> yes, and they start to talk about it, and you think, okay, are we going to get like in this movie like a little bit of like character vulnerability, a little bit, and no, because Morgan just says, "We don't have time for this. You two need to be together," and that's that, and that's kind of how we just affairs. Right. The heart can be quite complicated. Yeah. She's like, well, here's the story between me and him. We made movies together. We became inseparable. Then he kissed me. And ain't that all a girl wants, really? And then we kissed <laughs> Romeo and Juliet style. And the next day, he dropped out of college, quit acting, and texted me. He's sorry. And that's it. Let's just say the kiss was better for me than... You know, Romeo and Juliet ends with them both they dead died after yeah. they make out, right? And, so uh, what were you expecting? Did you finish your degree in theater? Again, you, I don't you think deli- you did. You delivered that so much better than she did. <laughs> you did that really well, Ronnie. That was really well, good. Just like this lady. It's like, I'm a lady. Y'all, All I really care about is a man. I went to Sundance. Now I'm trying to sell cinnamon buns. And every day I just think, <laughs> what is that chicken-legged man doing with his life? What's a and, Romeo and Juliet kiss? Is that tongue? No, Romeo and Juliet, they just did a little tap. I think it's tinged with poison. Um, (laughs) Because, you know, and she just, yeah. Yeah. Well, so then, you left none for me, Romeo. You left none for me. That's true. And honestly, it is difficult to get through Romeo and Juliet. Not going to lie. Shit is. is I can only watch the Buzz Lerman. Morgan's Uh, like, honey, that's not how L'Amour works. You don't get to choose who you fall for. And then, of course, Nicolette Sheridan's like, listen to her. She's had five husbands. So then Linda's like, listen, we all know Alex. He likes you. He's a little closed. Some would even say closeted. (laughs) (laughs) But when men are closed, they need a little nudge, okay? So, like, it's time to get past the friend zone. So now, then, of course, it's like, ladies, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, my career's in the shitter. I can't believe I'm doing this. (laughs) But also about the two of them. Not really. They're both boring and bland, and I can't wait to get them out of my face. If you want to get a man nailed down, here's what you need. You need determination. And then Nicole's like, you need integrity. And Linda's like, you need vitality. It's like, you need none of these things. Okay? And you, you, need to, you, need. you need to change every single thing about yourself, Grease style. Because <laughs> and that's how you get a man. You, you change, you change everything. You, you change your entire appearance for him, Be sexy. and that's how you get him. That's all the <laughs> so man that wants is a sexier woman. That's the message of the film. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird, lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple, and don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. 
And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. And right so now there. after they've all stood up for different adjectives, then we go, it's like the next day and Alex is still shirtless. He's still in his boxers and he's Thank still pacing God. around. I know, still Thank trying to figure things God. out. God, his beautiful chest. Beautiful. Clavicle. Yes. So he is in his <laughs> clavicle. Oh, yeah. Hey, my, you guys, who are these people? They're the ladies <laughs> of the eighties. What do you think that cover would be like if Patti LuPone sang it? So Alex is in his underwear in a room in the set and he's like, he call, he like texts or calls and he's like, hey Ned, I'm in my office writing. Uh, can you come and find me when you have a minute i'm in my underwear don't you worry and so in the meantime weird. this <laughs> yeah, is like, such an hr thing you're right put on your sweats put on your sweats and take so them each, off show us your each, dick skinny legs each, <laughs> so then the divas you. all stand in a line because it's time for a makeover so when it's time for a makeover not just if a physical have, one a personality makeover they, too. they do a it was shot diva of, eye for the straight guy of all their shoes and then you just see her converse and you're like me tom yeah, like, like, like my fair like, lady where all of these ladies teach her how to be a real lady yeah for the this man. is like can't um, hardly like, wait but 40 years earlier <laughs> yeah i literally um, can't hardly wait because uh chicken okay i'm living i'm living minute to minute here i don't know if you like, listen to the lyrics of this song but <laughs> but also um you guys are on a production schedule what are you guys doing right now so right. they you all should be learning your lines <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then they're like okay so um li so lonnie anderson's like okay you have to give it more of an effort and since we're not since we're on the slopes of aspen you can start by getting rid of that ski cap because they're like, oh, the ski cap is a problem. But here's the thing. She has not always been wearing the ski cap. It's not like she no. wears a ski cap in no, every no. scene and it's awful. Worn it twice. She's actually, yeah, worn it twice. Like, oh, I'm so glad you put back the, put the ski cap on because we need to take it off of you. Ah, that part of the makeover is now done. And, and then, then we, we have to make Linda give teaching her, a her yoga. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's no. It's good. Go ahead, Ronnie. Linda's like, oh, you need to learn yoga to keep a man. No, you fucking don't. Where, where is this coming from? You have and to get she's bond like, I can't bendy. Do yoga. <laughs> what? Blonde, so, what? You have to get. She's then she has to become a real blonde because the purple hair is way too right. edgy. Yes. For right. our red-blooded Australian. That's it's too alternative. Uncut that purple. And you have to talk better. Morgan Fairchild's gonna teach you how to talk better because girls and need to talk better. And Fairchild. And even though you have a film at Sundance, you can't write. So I'm going to give you a journalist, Nicolette Sheridan, to teach you to write descriptively. Write a passage. This that wasn't was good. Write another passage. Okay, you write the you write the second <laughs> no, I, passage I, better. Of all of them, that was the best. Nicolette yeah. Sheridan being like <laughs> 
It was this like she was how posh spice and they didn't know what to do with her at a spice. Darling, a writer writes. A writer writes. So what the hell was that? Nicola, someone hand Nicola Sheridan some paper and a pen. That's her talent. Yeah, that's Writing talent. in a journal. If, yeah. I would have I would have imagined this if this would have been like a mousy girl with horned rim glasses. She right. was the one the classic. and she, flump frumpy. But I don't think she needed a lot of makeovering, and I don't think they really <laughs> did a lot. A <laughs> I know. There wasn't time. They and, were stuck and, in a mansion. I'm surprised that like her makeover wasn't gingerbread cookies in her hair because they, they were running out of resources. <laughs> they Why didn't they make her, her look to like a side her? Part. They put it, her hair to a side part, and they just put more blush on her and lip color and then darkened her eyebrows, and that's it. <laughs> and, and then suddenly it. he sees her. And falls fucking. I mean, in that love. pantsuit was cute. I would <laughs> wear the put fuck on out of that well, pantsuit. Wait, by the way, I just want to say this also. During this montage, while this is all happening, it keeps cutting to him being like, ah, "Nell, where are you? I'm where in is my she? I'm in my I'm underwear. Like, we should walk have out a meeting." Walk out the fucking door. Walk out. You're in the same house. Walk out the door. You can hear everyone outside there. Go. Might go I suggest if you can't find someone in that house, go outside the steam room. Because someone is always fucking <laughs> around there. And how how long did this take? How long did this montage of this makeover take? Forty five minutes? Yeah. She like, you know what? They didn't have a script to minutes. learn, so why not? You That's know? true. Uh, she's never going to be able to sell another cinnamon bun. People are going to be like, "I'm no. sorry, but aren't you too refined? Uh, did you just write in a journal? Oh, you're too good for this job, ma'am. I you're would take good. a cinnamon croissant, but not a cinnamon bun." So the they would put her in a ceiling. cream. Oh my God! Do I have some glass in this croissant, in the cinnamon bun? Because the glass ceiling has been shattered. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but you know what's also funny? So the 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 makeover ends with her. They put her in like a cream dress. Like there, now you're in a cream dress, and you know how to speak like a civilized human being, and you know how to wear makeup. Enjoy this cream dress. And then she goes. You're a girl office, but now. now. But now she's wearing like just a red strapless dress. And her the hair red is with a slit up. <laughs> It was a pants 11 a.m. Where did they get this? Is this from like one of the that. women's? Is this from one of the women's wardrobes? Because it doesn't look age appropriate for any of them. Oh no, it looks very much like Cato or like a casual corner workwear. I wish the Mandy Patinkin guy came in and just was like, "Yeah, this was my wife's. She would want." That is a very pretty dance suit. <laughs> I liked it. It looked like something but Jake would wear. Suit. It was from Colt Gaia. <laughs> Jake. I feel like Jake has looked good in that before. No, Jake would wear that. I, I would wear that pantsuit. I wear I do really well with things that are off the shoulder because of my creamy <sighs> so, alabaster shoulders. But let's anyway, let's let's not forget that I guess did this happen all day long? So was he in his production office all day long in his that's underwear what, waiting for him to show I up? Was, because now I was she's in a about. look. I was like, is it? Because I was, I was under the impression he went like in there last night and he never came out again. He is now the next day. He has been <laughs> he's been on Chatterbait. He's on Chatterbait or what? And on Chatterbait. He never left. So he never left. Guys. So now she looks beautiful. He and comes out with a deal for Nicolette Sheridan's like new jewelry line. Oh so, God! So she comes out. So she comes to the production office finally in a makeover, 
Um, and he's of course stammering, and he's like, "Oh my God, was, she's wo so womanly now. What do I do?" And she's like, "Sorry, too late. I'm going to have a conversation with the only other person on this show, the guy <laughs> from the television, <laughs> which we never no, heard from." No, 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 no. But he's not really on the show. He's he's just exposition for the audience. Too late. He's hotter than you, so I'm gonna go see him. Bye. It it does feel weird for the the. The black male to be taking away <laughs> the it's like the, the sexual the heroin. like yes the sexual threat with it yeah yeah so <laughs> so nell is like uh so she's like yeah i'm gonna go i, ha I have to speak with um tommy because he's gonna interview them and um he's from hollywood tonight and he asked if we could grab a bite and i was like yes that way we can talk freely <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> to coordinate an interview, what, what, be like the interview's yeah. gonna start at eight p.m. What oh, so do you I'm need? To, to what do you private. need? What do you need privacy that we need to be able to talk freely? It's like an entertainment Russian tonight. secrets? <laughs> yeah, it's like an entertainment tonight interview about a, that you haven't. By the way, you haven't done anything to direct this film. Have we seen yeah. this girl do it's anything no as a no. director? No, <laughs> literally no. nothing. She hasn't even called like go. I mean, she hasn't yeah. said, okay, we're going to rehearse. No, I, All she's done is, like, crash nuts and complain about a boy. Yeah. <laughs> she's got, and she's got terrible gaydar, by the way, if she's dressing up like this for Scott Evans. Thank you. So then yeah. Alex is like, let's be, okay. So then Alex is like, uh, so we know that this is, like, this is a terrible thing to happen in their love story. An ornament falls off the tree <gasps> out of nowhere. And he's and like, that was our hero ornament. That was the exact match from the original show that the daughter gave to her. Which we've never heard of before. Which we've never heard of before. Couldn't we have brought that up when she gives you a star in front of the tree and you could say, this looks good with our hero ornament. But of course, he's just transferring his frustration onto the ornament oh, he because is. he realizes. Because he's been edging that... in his office for all night. <laughs> Because, no nut, no nut November. Nell, he's had all this time for Nell. Like he, he, he missed this chance with Nell, and now Nell is about to go out on a date with the gay anchor of an infotainment show, and he might lose her forever. <laughs> so and he gives him an aggressive, aggressive fist bump. <laughs> yeah. So Alex is like, um, can we talk, please? It's important. It's about, uh, it's about work. It's about work. And she's like, uh, going on a date with somebody that's not really a date. And he's like, but you, what do you do? What are you going on a date with him for? You can't mix business with pleasure. She's like, I'm a woman now, and I'm gonna make you jealous. And he's I'm like, oh my god, it works. No. And then Tommy shows up in a Porsche. Like, yeah, you thought I was just for exp exposition. Guess what? I'm a, I'm a plot complication. Woman. I'm and a real person. <laughs> Where do they go? He will look, and he says, "They go what? to Mr. Chow. We're gonna go to Spago. <laughs> so, <laughs> We're gonna go to Nobu. <laughs> so now it's like the We're next. We're gonna day. go to Stoop Plantation. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go Dorcia. <laughs> We're gonna go to Dublin's and Miyagi's. <laughs> so now they now it's the next day and there's gonna be a press junket okay and they're talking and this press junkets with tommy by the way and they're all they're all talking and they're excited to they're talk about how they're excited to perform live and everything and nicolette sheridan's like oh and by the way what's exciting about this is that we get to see audience response as it happens in the chat rooms oh <laughs> my god uh, and in case you want to be part of one of those chat rooms, be sure to update your username in the iCloud and you'll have full access. <laughs> this is where I went. I threw down my pad at this point. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> and I, I a chat room. Chat room. So I this they start doing this thing. So they're decorating a Christmas tree and taking pictures, right? That's their photo shoot. And they start using like popcorn to decorate, which is hilarious in a house in Malibu. They're like, you know what? We need some popcorn strings. (laughs) So they do that. And then they, they have to still cast the house boy, which by the way, the show tapes in five minutes and they're like, you know what we should do a casting. So all (laughs) these hot guys (laughs) come in to do a casting and, um, wow, this show's going great. So now they're going to do a table read. They ordered, by the way, by the way, they had to order them off something. I didn't think the, the casting one guy was shirtless. A, they all should have been shirtless. And also they, none of them were that hot. Well, I, I mean, I what budget any of you, them. can you expect? The director showed up in a cinnamon bun truck. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, by the way, and let's not let's not breeze past the part where after the press junket ends, uh, and Tommy is like leaving them after they tell a very stirring story about how oh, yeah. they all met during a snowstorm during a garbage strike in New York City. <laughs> that, oh, um, then Tommy has to leave, and but while before Tommy leaves, he like goes up to Nell and is like. I'll text you later and good luck with the show tomorrow. He says this to, to Alex. He's like, good luck with the show tomorrow, buddy. Should be a good one. And then he like does like a fist bump on his thing. Like, I'm going to fuck her. I'm going to fuck gonna her fuck behind your, your girl. And I'm going to take video of it and send it to you. <laughs> what the hell? This is, what, this? this is what I kept wanting to happen. And it should have. Why wasn't there a fight in the middle of the interview of the two women fighting and they land in the pool and fight? Thank you. Oh, that is what like, should have oh, happened. No. Well, oh, they no. had that in the they had that in the fighting montage from the past where they showed them slapping each other. So, like yes. one knocked her, the other one into the pool, and there was a that, hot guy to. That was help very funny when Nicola Sheridan was rescued, and she just went, "Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yes. oh. By the still, way, all, this is what they should have. Also, in the backstory of how, that they tell Tommy, the backstory when they're talking about how they first met, um, because they first met during a snowstorm, uh, apparently Morgan Fairchild um, made them a British fruitcake. Uh, because yes. that brought them together. So that was the tie-in, just so everyone's wondering. That was the piece that came back. The fruitcake. Is a British fruitcake fruit that different from an American fruitcake? Girl, please. Uh, I, it's more sophisticated. Don't make it dry or something. <laughs> It has. I'm not looking up fruitcakes because you know I'm about to. I've still got Linda Fiorentino open that I'm browsing. <laughs> Does, has Linda Fiorentino ever eaten fruitcake? Don't cake? you watch the Great British Bake Off, Ronnie? Aren't you into that? I've never watched it, but I do. Yes. Maybe yeah. it's well, got I used meat you know we've re- we've covered it a few oh, a couple seasons I miss or something this past season. Yeah, but, but I don't yeah. watch them all the time because I really want to concentrate. Yeah, I love that show. There's I love all the backstories. Um, it's like I I play it. It's like when Benny's like, I live on the boardwalk with my daughter, and we and I play tubas <laughs> in yes. her family band right by the window, open to the boardwalk, so everyone can hear us while I make chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then they cut to him like playing a tuba in his apartment, and his daughter like playing a violin. Like this is true. They're the this nicest motherfuckers in the world who are on that show. Yeah, they really. It's so good. So anyway, yes, so, there's more drama on that show, I bet, than this movie. Yes, you're right. Sorry, continue. So, so either way, Tommy is very menacing when he leaves, um, and I'm then Nell, and Nell is, and then Alex is very threatened, and Nell is like, first Are of all, we're friends. Now? Are you dating now? It's like, I can date who I want to date, and he's like, but I'm your boss, and she goes, not in my life, and he goes, I didn't mean it that way. 
well, what other way is it? You're her boss? I don't know. And she goes, well, what do you mean? He goes, I just mean that if we have to work, like maybe you should focus on the job and not on Tommy. <laughs> The person who's give us publicity for the, our the person shitty, you've shitty met live show that I haven't for written. 10 minutes. And then like a 13-year-old nail says, you're the most confusing person on the planet. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so and then amazing. the ladies give her a thumbs up like, yeah, she's doing it right. She's pretty now. She doesn't have purple hair. And she just made him jealous. So she's like, oh, that's I have a, a That's a classic move is jealousy. That's how it's going to work. <laughs> so you're, then you're, she turns around and she's like, and your maybe voice you should ask why you care It's so more much. Debbie. Anyway. It's more Debbie. Yeah. Your voice is getting more and more hillbilly like it's in the mouth. It's talking a little bit like <laughs> Southern, but it's a little bit like your dentures don't work. Ashe, ashe, ashe. So now we're in rehearsal <laughs> and um, uh, Morgan Fairchild falls down a staircase, but it's just a stunt double. Um, <laughs> it's just and uh, and then uh, this is just like silly stuff. The houseboy auditions happen now. The random muscle yeah. guy comes in. I, honestly, I was not opposed. And um, uh, we're just everyone's just like getting ready. Like for the first time, they're actually acting like there's a show to do the next day. And Wait, so now where, where, where was it when Morgan says that good line? Is it where does she say? I love where she says, "Oh, when the guys come in for the casting," and Morgan looks at the camera and goes, "Wait for mommy," <laughs> and it was <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> it she was, was just wow. <laughs> she was like, "Want to try some traditional English cake?" Like, yeah, it's like she almost <laughs> said, "My lips are wet." Like it was just. There's, no. a lot of, there's a lot of good new fruits for my fruitcake. God bless. <laughs> Morgan Fairchild deserves a muscle man in her life. <laughs> she does. So, one, um, one of my friends was her assistant for a while. I need to ask her. What? Ask, yeah, one of my friends. We had a long Morgan, time to drop Morgan that Fair bomb. I, oh. I just thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Dorff, by the her. way. Stephen Dorff. Steve Dorff. Yeah. Steve Dorff. Steve Dorff. Steve Dorf. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so uh, now they're having a rehearsal on the stairs. And um, Nicole's like, well, listen, as I was developing our product in underdeveloped countries. And, uh, <laughs> this. What is this scene? I Listen to these lines, okay? I don't even remember this I think they got happening. really tired. They got really tired. <laughs> this, I, I think like me too, because I don't even know show, what this note is. It's all winding down, yeah. So Donna says... Decorating the house, decorating the house together, that's yeah, such a great meal. It just feels great, doesn't it? And Nicolette goes, it does. As I was developing our production, in our product line in underdeveloped countries, and Linda goes, <laughs> thankfully, helping those less fortunate is part of our mission statement. And Lonnie's <laughs> like, mother, be careful. Oh, this is a rehearsal of the lines. They're all standing, now I remember, they're all standing in a line up the stairs. <laughs> yes. Saying yes. these lines, like they're facing out to the audience. Mother, be careful up there because of your fear of heights. This is great. By the way, that girl who just spent all that time dating and getting pretty, this is her direction. I just want to show you, this is, this is a Sundance affiliated director here. Who's yes. like, yes. stand in a line and say your lines to her mother, to your mother up the stairs. And she then, had and no, then she had no guidance at all. Yeah. Nah, yeah. was, it was, well, this is the guidance of a director who spent all her day doing a makeover instead. That's so true. now. Now they're all sitting around the table going over their lines and um, Juliet is like, I missed you so much. We really should get together m more than just the holidays. And then Alex is like, hold on, wait up. Everything's fine. Why don't you ladies take a break? I don't really even know what's happening in this. Scene. I don't either. No, like, we don't need you. Down. For, we don't need It doesn't even make scene. sense anymore. They're yeah, like, I doesn't. know what to I'm do. I'm so sorry. I it's got so lost. It's so obvious. We need a reconciliation scene. 
So Which basically, means, Alex, yes, the issue is that the lines are not working. Okay, and it's, Alex, oh, it's Alex terrible. is feeling it's not working. <laughs> the, the the for some reason, this soap opera reunion, it's just not working. It just feels like they're reading their lines, but they're not really feeling their lines. Or they could just <laughs> act like they're being paid to do, like actors. Nell's they're like not people. Yeah, Nell's like we need to make them realize that deep down they really care for each other because the audience totally wants them to get together. Meta, meta, meta. Uh, again, it doesn't matter if actors fucking hate each other. <laughs> they just do go to set and do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. You but know why like, people want to watch a soap opera to see people get along. That's what we need more <laughs> I know. of in this script. Yeah. That's why they watch housewives and 90 day fiance to see. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So now are we in bed yet? So let me see. Alex is like, I should redo. I'm going to redo this. I'm going to redo this scene. Okay. And I want them to make up in real life too, because this is all acting. I'm like, these ladies are like literally getting along. I'm not really sure why they keep telling <laughs> us they're all not getting along. They're like, that was such a great bonding moment. You too. Oh my God. You know what? We need more hugs. These ladies are not in love with each other. Enough. You know what I think yeah. we need? I think we need a text montage where instead of reading, the, instead of actually letting the audience read the text, which is the whole point, we're going to speak the text all aloud as oh. we're texting everyone. Yes. So basically what happens is that Alex decides that he's going to write a scene to help foster a real life reconciliation between Nicolette Sheridan and Donna Mills. So now it's nighttime and everyone's reading the script and everyone starts to text and we see their text on screen. And I don't know if this was an in-joke or just sloppiness, but all their texts have their real actress names on them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which I was like, did anyone fact check this? It no. said like Lonnie, no. Morgan, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Linda. That's funny. Oh, the that text was actually said that? The yes, text said did. their names. That yeah. is funny. So now they're... <laughs> they did this in three days! <laughs> no art department. Wow. Uh, okay, so now the lady... Now what are they doing? Now they're walking so the around in pajamas. Right, well, because they're, they're, talk, they're talking about, like... The ladies are really just concerned about the the youngins getting together. Yeah, they're, they're like, I guess our makeover was a little too successful. I think we need to go to plan B. Any ideas? Sounds like these kids could use some motherly guidance right now. And so the move, the TV episode isn't really that important anymore. It's about helping It's never the been kids. important. It's about the young people <laughs> who are already hot fucking whoever they want to be able to fuck. I mean, Jesus yeah, Christ. Morgan, forget that money she needs for her dead husband stealing. She just needs them to smash. He, uh, oh they basically said, let's talk about you and Nell. And he says, I hurt her. Then my mom died. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, this is where we find out that the reason That's he it. ghosted her and left school is because his mom died, which is, yes. you know, I mean, a good reason. I guess but there's you can't like nothing argue shameful. with it. Yeah, you can't oh. argue with it. But why not when he first saw her and she says, You ghosted me, why wouldn't you say, I know, I'm so sorry my mother passed away? It's not like right. it just happened. What? Who's ashamed of their mother passing away? It's the weirdest. This is a weird plot. There, I'm sorry. There's In also, a movie of weird plots. This one's really weird. I, this this was really weird. this was really strange. It, it only it's only surpassed by the reveal at the end with Donna Mills uh, about the husband. Um, right. But, well, so then Alex Alex basically says. Well, he's telling the women because they're all now being like mother hands to him because and there's like, like sad hands, like, sitcom music all the way through this. Right. And he's <laughs> this like, whole scene. you know, 
we still connect, but I think it's a little too late. I mean, did you see the way she was looking at Tommy? I was like, she talked to Tommy for five minutes. But they do not like, um, he's a guy, so he doesn't know anything. He's like, what? He doesn't know anything. You I mean, it was weird how they him? even walked in when he was just laying in bed and they all walked in and sat on his, it was weird. Oh, yeah. I think so the, the incestuous vibes are too strong. I think this man is way too close to these women when he was raised. But, but I did like this. So, so Morgan's like, you know what? Collectively, we've all had numerous lovers, boyfriends, and husbands. And then Lonnie goes, and I kissed a girl in college once. I'm an ally. <laughs> that was a good line. That was funny. That was funny. And that she did funny. it in a way that, that you didn't I, really laugh at, but you could laugh at her doing it. <laughs> she did it in a way where I believe that Lonnie Anderson has actually said Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So Alex is like, well, I guess I'm going to get advice whether I want it or not. Let me have it, mummies. <laughs> and so then we get a whoosh. And Nell is in bed with music on her, you know, listening to head music on her, her ears. Somehow she's, listening she's on got her a iPod. listening device on her ears. Her, her iCloud. <laughs> she hears her something. Her yeah. And she takes <laughs> off her her phonographs that are taped to the side of Let her Let me head. put down my Napster for a moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, my she's like, well, hold on, let me take this Betamax away from my ear. And then she hears them all partying downstairs. 12 Days of Christmas singing that. Uh, well, you they're all singing it, but they're singing it on social media, too, because they have their phones out, you know? Because this show is like, what I love about um, movies written a lot of times for Lifetime and Hallmark is that there's a lot of like, isn't social media crazy? As if social media hasn't been with us for 18 years. <laughs> like, we're <laughs> like, still not oh, used to it. This is so, so like, weird that we have to be on social media. <laughs> so they're all singing 12 Days of Christmas and then Nell does that thing that happens a lot of these movies where she stands in a door frame like a few feet away with her arms crossed and just laughs like mm. <laughs> amazing I think I'm falling in love I think with I'm this guy love. and is yeah. he and, and because he's looking is he like drunk at this point because he's looking like he's yes, having think, he's I having a good drunk. time for the first time and yeah, I don't assume he's very closed off he does, only has three social media followers which well also he's got his mom back because apparently nobody knew that his mother died <laughs> nobody so, in his life knows that his mother died nobody so, knows and these so women are like his mothers again. right so he goes oh my god you're the best quasi mothers a child actor could ever ask for. So like he's found his moms again. So like, oh my god, this is great. She's like, I don't want to interrupt that. So then we it's later. Big scene next. This is Big huge. Scene. Linda, this is the secrets and lies climax scene. Yeah. Secrets. <laughs> we see Linda bent over, hunched over. And we're like, what is she doing? And she's like, I'm your mother, darling. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I say, wanted from this. I wanted someone to say, like, we're actually sisters. You're actually right. my child. Yeah, like, all of that. That would have been so that. satisfying. We needed that. No, Instead it's of just Linda my mom eating, died. eating some. It's Linda's eating Slim some pretzels. Gems. That's the big like, That's the Like, big he left here. her. He ghosted her, not because his mom died, but because he thought they were actually, he found out they were actually related. And then Morgan says, no, you weren't related because I'm actually your mother. And your right, I thought that was going to happen. Like, this is what we needed. That's I actually yeah. thought that was going to happen. That, and like, that's very soap opera. Like that's right. very and and none of that happened. So, 
we we get the worst reveals and the most yeah, well, boring and reveals. it all happens in the scene this is like the big reveal scene right when everything comes loose so so Laura, so linda is snacking and lonnie anderson walks in and catches her and like oh what are you doing and and linda's like oh i was just i was just looking at this box my name is on it and lonnie anderson's like i know it is bitch those are my gifts to everyone you were supposed to wait and she's like i'm so sorry and she's like you know what you're like a little kid on christmas morning and is there something you want to tell me what is it what's going <laughs> I on i'm smacking i can't <laughs> help it i'm not really as healthy as i pretend this, i'm a fraud is this like her tracy sticker, but i also eat pretzels it's like what what <laughs> is this like we find out this is her tracy gold moment or something yes. like like that's what who would have been great in this? Did anybody like, know, by the way, in this entire movie, that Linda's plot is that she is a health guru? I didn't get mm -hmm. that. I mean, I it, knew that was, she was really vegan and stuff. See the book? It was hinted at about she wrote books. You had to read the title, and it was in a terrible font, so yeah, it was yeah. difficult to read. But what she terrible. what she said the whole I didn't know time she was like a diet guru. I well, the whole she was, thing. But also, it, it's, it's impl go ahead. I'm sorry. sorry. No, I was going to say, like, her whole issue is she loves snacking or whatever. And then Lonnie is like, listen, you're just a normal human being who's just being way too hard on herself and honestly opening up her gifts before everyone else is here, which is kind of a bitchy thing to do. <laughs> the, it also makes it seem like that you can't eat healthy and actually eat pretzels. <laughs> I know. You I know. Is, pretzels are my low-calorie food. I literally like, buy pretzels and, like, count them out. Like, that's my thing that I can eat that I feel the, like The binaries that exist in this movie confuse the fuck out of me. I, I, so, it's, so Linda's like, you know how exhausting it is to live up to an image I created of myself, an image that I've only just revealed now in this movie, and everyone thinks <laughs> I'm so damn good all the time, and I don't know how Gwyneth Paltrow does it. That was. I'm funny. glad they dropped. I'm glad they, they dropped, dropped the uh, G Pal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so then Lonnie's like, "Oh, chasing an impossible ideal. I hear you. Is it not our flaws that make us beautiful? In fact." I've been told oh. with the idea of doing a completely new look. Would you like oh. to see me take off my wig in a way that no woman naturally takes pans. off her wig? <laughs> she takes her hand up and then puts yes. fingertips on the top of her wig like she's doing a posture exercise. <laughs> and then it cuts away. <laughs> cuts away. Because God forbid you see her actually do it. And, and then, and then we see cuts back, the gray wig it. under her wig. <laughs> that, which is totally a party so city party city wig uh she's like, she's like i'm wearing wig. my emmy lou harris wig and just the fact that she goes you know what these in these ideals are impossible you guys just had a 10 minute montage of changing the girl to be better for a man yes how are you really gonna lecture me right now about and, and it was shit. and they all said oh my god you're so brave <laughs> <laughs> You're so brave from removing one wig and replacing it with a different wig. Well, and in fact, Nicolette, you know, they Nicolette comes in and she's like, "Oh my God, I see a gray hairline or whatever. You can be my spokesman. You're going to be our new spokesman, our new campaign because we're catering to older women now. Like, and I'm when like, has that ever happened? And I'm like, she is already on Survivor. She doesn't need the work. Morgan fucking needs work. Make her your spokesmodel. So then Donna Mills comes in and goes, Merry Christmas, everyone. They're like, Merry Christmas. She's like, no, I'm doing a cameo. Sorry. No, I'm getting one cameo right now. So that made fine. me laugh only because we've all had to do cameos oh, at the last cameo. minute. Oh, fuck cameo. Cameo's in trouble, by the way. Are they? Cameo's in trouble? Oh, yeah. They're all cameos in trouble.
And I had to explain cameo to my mother, and she was really confused. <laughs> She's like, wait a minute. What? These people don't even know you. Why are they paying you to talk to them? Yeah, and then she I said, know. well, if I paid you, would you call me more? Oh. <laughs> You're like, yes. So Lonnie's like, like, hey, yeah, Donna, you're just in time for gifts. And Donna's like, swag from the network. And <laughs> Lonnie's like, no snacks from me. From me. And she's like, so I found these fabulous chocolate-covered pretzels in Solvang when I was doing Celebrity Chef. And I thought, all you guys, because they're really sweet, but a little bit, but also a little bit salty. Salty. Like, the pretzels don't need a backstory, okay? They don't need a backstory. <laughs> you don't need exposition don't right say, now. I got you pretzels. You don't need this. pretzels. I got you pretzels. There we it was there was so much it doesn't make sense that they're fucking dialogue in this movie that had went, went absolutely fucking nowhere <laughs> I so then linda goes the so then linda's like oh my god i ate everyone's pretzels sorry guys well guess what i learned you made me realize that perfection isn't necessary moderation is my next book is mindful moderation okay your problem wasn't that you were eating too much it was that you were not eating keto, right? What's yeah. the problem? Is it Wait, the carbs also, or the keto? Like, and she ate everyone's presents. She ate everyone's presents. She's a monster. So she's binge eating now. Yeah, <laughs> Tracy Gold <laughs> or Dana Plato. But also, there's a whole house Dana full Plato. of food. Why are you eating the fucking pretzels that have people's names on <laughs> them? Like, listen, the director anybody, has a ooh. truck outside with cinnamon rolls, <laughs> and she goes, "Finally, we don't have to worry about what we eat." <laughs> So Juliet's like, okay, well, Linda's gone down a terrible path. So everyone, here's a cashmere scarf. <laughs> Everyone's like, weird. Wow. So Nicole, Nicola, and by the way, Nicola did not even bring them cashmere scarves. She goes, look, everyone, I'm sending you one of these new I have a things that we got online. Why, well, who why? does that? Why? What kind of Good gift times. is that? What do they have to go fill out their own information and use Wait. their credit card just in case, just to verify their address? <laughs> but this is the best. Nicolette. This is the best one. This is the best one. Margot going. Ugh. All right, everyone. Here's my gifts my jewelry and she takes off all her jewelry and she's giving them like no 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 too much she says don't worry it's not expensive it's all costume jewelry I'm like so you're just I've been wearing it for years did Here. you feel like I here's some used it, underwear is it <laughs> your jewelry put more effort into costuming than this entire production staff did on this movie. yes and I here's like some cupid zirconia take my jewels because I'm dying right. like that's not I'm like is it gonna go there no it's just but like she went oh they're all just, fake. I'm Sebastian embezzled from me. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I'm giving you my fake worthless jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> because I realized, I don't really know what I realized, but God damn, Linda can eat. Can I get it? God damn, Linda can eat. Hold on, I don't like to wear my costume jewelry before I eat snacks. Now, let me open up. Oh, I see Linda was here. And, and I got to say, whenever she says, because Sebastian embezzled all of our money, everybody was supposed to have a reaction, and everybody looked kind of grieved, like, oh. Except for the close-up on Lonnie Anderson, and she acted like she just told her that she got a deal on Diet Coke and H-E-B. Because <laughs> Lonnie Anderson went, oh, oh. That's nice. Oh. She's like, so you are given an earring, you are given a necklace, you are given an ear. Linda, take the earring out of your mouth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Moderation. So Moderation. Okay, she's eating the Christmas tree. Can someone get, a, <gasps> get some help here? <laughs> so um, so oh, the women gosh. are like, is there anything we can do to help? And she's like, you already have. I've actually sold all your outfits on eBay. I just need <laughs> you to sign the consent. Yes. 
You ladies have got brought me through thick and thin and trying to stay thin, and now I don't have to pretend to keep up appearances anymore, and there's such relief in that. Just the same sort of relief I'm sure Linda has when she bites into a stranger's Entenmann's donut. <laughs> <laughs> so then Donna's like, here's my gift to everybody. This Morgan Freeman impression that I'm doing. Like. <laughs> so she's like, Get All right, busy living my- or get busy taking my jewelry. <laughs> Uh, so she's like, here's my gift to everybody. Honesty. <sighs> Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. I really fucked. <laughs> I really fucked Nicolette Sheridan's fiance back in the day. That's Sorry, the reveal. Yes. Only once. I know you think your husband. And by the way, what a bitch this woman is! Because she goes, I know you think I gave up our friendship for my career, but the truth is, I gave up my career for our friendship because I fucked your fiance. (laughs) What does that even mean? (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? I left the show. It was because I fucked with your fiance, and I was I was I felt and so I was awkward about it. I actually tell quit you. Sh- I quit the show, and, and that's why. And, and then she's like, oh. "Forgive that bitch," and I wrote, "Don't oh. forgive that bitch." Don't immediately do that. too. She's like, "Oh well, thank God you didn't tell me, because then I wouldn't have married Joe and have kids anyway. He sucked. He cheated on me all the time. I wouldn't no have bigs. had my soulmate, my twink in the suit back in New York." Who's Which, kind of a shitty person? It seems but that like. solidifies if a woman, if a mother calls her son a soulmate, that is her gay son. Yes. Yeah. Because my mother calls me that. I know that. That's concerning. 
Um, and then Juliet's like, oh, it's fine. I, yeah, I never would have married Joe. And I was blind to all his faults and his affairs. And there were so many of them. And that's why we got a divorce. I know we're about um, four-fifths of the way through this movie, but I thought it'd be a great time to add just a little bit more exposition in here. <laughs> so, so then they all hug. And then Laura, by the way, then Linda goes, oh, wait a minute. I think I slept with Joe also. <laughs> Which... And then like, she's like, just kidding. And I went, no. If she had said that and then the they thing. all fucked the guy, it would have been great. If they would have all fucked, if she should. Oh, the, that just kidding was the nail in the coffin for me. It, that, yeah. that meant the movie yeah. never took itself seriously. Yeah. And Nicholas, that was hilarious, Linda. Okay, let's cheers by clinking pretzels. Oh, Linda. <laughs> Uh, never mind, yours. everybody. Okay, well, yours. Never we're mind. actresses, and we can pretend that we're clinking pretzels. <laughs> Let's all pretend Linda didn't just eat all our pretzels. <laughs> and then the movie, the movie is still not over because we no. have to not have like this. Not have like this podcast. It just keeps going. I, know. I just swiped down on my notes, and I, I, in my head, I said, "Are you fucking kidding me?" No, the movie's <laughs> not over yet. Well, because they're gonna now. It's time to go live. They've resolved their issues. Uh, because, by the way, you know what's the best time to resolve all the issues with the characters? It's right before the climax. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, because why do that at the climax or even no. at, in the denouement? No. Like, let's just do it beforehand. So um, they uh, they're all sitting around now. They're in character because the live special is happening, and they're having this nice converse this conversation around like the Christmas table. And it's like you have created a wonderful holiday, mother. And it's like you've done such amazing things you're running your company and making all this beautiful food you've really outdone yourself mummy and this is the whole conversation and while this is like going on and on um that like chat Mel, room. they're looking at the chat room that and we had room frowny faces frowny emojis. faces yeah okay so then they go so nickel i'm sorry i'm reading these notes because they're so wacko at this point so nicolette goes morgan says well listen i decided to spend less time in the office and more time traveling the world girls i'm giving you the company i'm stepping down as ceo so this company is going to four of you and nicolette's like but there's only three of us and they say who's the fourth and she goes it's your long lost sister who i had cloned and gave up for adoption i was going to tell you about it on our vacation in the Maldives, but that was before we were kidnapped by the evil clan of cannibals. Okay. Ha ha ha. So Linda hasn't been on this show before? They don't know that Linda is their <laughs> secret. That was so confusing. confusing. Are you fucking that was, kidding? She just said I she fucked a guy from the... I mean, what are you talking about? I thought that we were going to get a cameo. <laughs> Did anyone else think like Eileen Davidson was going to walk in? Oh my so, god, I would have died. Linda is a character on the old show. How are you making it that you just cast Linda in this reboot? And also, by the way, Linda was kidnapped by cannibals, but not eaten. Which wait, is right. that what happened? That's what cannibals but, do. But I'm furious about something. <laughs> is I, did I you know, get it ironically? Wrong? Morgan uh, Morgan Fairchild no, did. I read it was this. very she unclear. Was kidnapped twice in the 70s. So is Morgan, she Morgan their Fairchild? long lost daughter? Yeah, she was kidnapped. Yeah, who was, was Morgan Fairchild? Was kidnapped by cannibals? When I was reading where she was from, if she was British, the Wikipedia said she claimed she was kidnapped twice in the 70s. But it was the power well, of in, traditional English fruit bread <laughs> yes. that saved her. It saved her. To be fair, she was dressed like a pretzel, and Linda was passing. <laughs> <laughs> so they, so okay, so they go cut. So the scene's over, cut, and then they're like a commercial on this. We got frowny faces special. everywhere. Frowny faces. All oh, the chat oh, yeah, room. Chat room. Oh God! On AO, from everywhere from AOL to Earthling, AOL they don't like us. To gay.com. Uh, 
It's about to be called America Offline. Am I right, girls? <laughs> so then, so, so Mel, Mel and Alex are distraught. And then at the table, you know, Morgan Fairchild's watching and she goes, we're, ladies, we're bombing. I know this because I learned how to read lips when I replaced Anne Bancroft on Broadway and the Miracle Worker. <laughs> that, okay, that made me laugh. That was a pretty fucking good one. I was not expecting I, an Anne Bancroft. Right? I no, screamed. I that. Michelle, Michelle Lee, Anne Bancroft, they're all. <laughs> you could see the bones of something in here. That yeah. Was destroyed yeah. by someone. That's what I'm telling you. I think that this was funny and then they they killed it. Network. <laughs> the, net, the network neutered it, like you said, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, because it seems like there's there's funny things that they which is funny because erased. the Golden Girls airs continuously on Lifetime. Yes, Quite, well, maybe it's Hallmark now, but it's all the same. Well, either yeah. way, Morgan's like she's like you know what, the people they don't want a love fest, they want a bitch fest. I'm glad that the movie realized this about its characters, but didn't realize it actually about the, it in the, the last in 10 minutes. In the actual movie itself. <laughs> they figured it out at the end, too. And unfortunately, they had already shot the whole thing. So they decide <laughs> that bitchiness means putting pies in each other's face. Because then the <laughs> yeah. rest of this is just some going, I hate you, bitch. And then they put pies in each other's face. So they go off script and start pouring gravy say, on each other's wigs. So in any world... This would just be improving and going off script. You'd never get hired again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. but they're doing and such a great job, you know. Yeah. But they're they're gonna win over. Everyone. But I don't before think how they couldn't eat anything because they were shellacked because they were prop they were props. But now they've just got now plenty of real. whipped cream pies sitting around to hit each other with. Um, but also, like this is not. I was like, this is not. This is not bitchy. Like, what well, bitchy? We want people to be like, oh yeah. What about your four abortions? Like yeah. that. You know, that's what you want to hear. <laughs> yeah, this, that's what well, I want to hear. Generally, spe that, generally, generally speaking, speak, it's just well, it would definitely. Ben's just bringing our previous fights into this. Uh, what about <laughs> your four abortions? <laughs> At least I never had four abortions, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> At least oh, that I was actually from down. Shots of Sunset. No. Yeah, well, at least I haven't had ten abortions like you. <laughs> I will say, the art, the argument ends there when you call out abortions. I think well, so. Was, yeah, I think so you've officially was, you've officially won in the most losingest of ways. Yeah. So then they start. Yeah, they start basically being snarky and mean to each other, and then it's but just no like teeth. a a, it has a no high. Teeth. Yeah, it's sort of like the actresses are all actually kind of reading the lines to you slowly. Like oh. it has cheap. A cheap aftertaste. It is just like you, and they pick up the pie slowly, and it's just like again we that watch gay... Real Housewives. We know how quick this this stuff yeah. has to come, and they yes. know it's coming. They know that they're going to be a pie in their face, and they always seem surprised when the pie is coming at their face three inches away, and they're like, "Oh, how could this have happened?" <laughs> Again, I think they thought this was going to be in slow motion, so they all were trying to do it in slow motion. <laughs> so then, all of a sudden, the instant reaction in the chat rooms is—it's—it's it's the, the, the smiles coming faster amazing. than the dial-up can provide. Okay, and uh, Nell and Alex high five. It is this is a success, and uh, even though I would say it's a Christmas miracle, except it's not snowing and nothing Christmassy is happening. Nothing Christmassy nope. or miracle. We, we've, really. we've abandoned Christmas completely. And then afterwards they're cleaned up and Linda just says a line I've never heard before how original of saying they liked us. They really, really <laughs> liked us. 
And so Alex now like, it's time to gather for goodbyes, right? So Lonnie's yeah. like, well, guys, it won't be long until we gather in the Virgin Island for our girls trip, which we're going to take in the Virgin Islands together because we're friends now. I have gray hair. Yeah. <laughs> which we talked Valentine's about Day during a break. Trip. Yeah. Which, but uh, it's also for their foundation, y'all. Don't forget about the foundation. Diva Foundation. The Diva Diva's 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 Foundation. foundation. Yeah. Which has the most uh, obscure tax avoidant uh, mission statement I've ever heard of. Yeah, it's focusing on underserved women of a certain age who can use a little help from women who know what it's like. And that's it. <laughs> what does that mean? Are they sober? What do you mean they're underserved? How old are they? For women who, from women who know what it's like. As <laughs> Morgan Fairchild. Honestly, yeah. I would 100% donate to this charity if it was like, if it were me, I was like, man, I'm going through a tough time. Don't worry, Morgan Fairchild is here to help you. I'm like, yes. actually, this is a great, great it organization. It does feel like the For human fund from Seinfeld. For a day, you can adopt your own Morgan Fairchild. <laughs> <laughs> So they uh, they they take a big photo together for social media. Alex takes a photo of them and like Merry Christmas, and he's like, "Okay, I got it, I got the photo." And they're like, "Now go get now her. go get her." <laughs> that so lady packing combed up. her hair for you. Wedding bells are dinging. Get over there, stud. You would think they would add at least some sort of like urgency to this. Like she just got hired by to do something for Sundance, and so she has to leave town. Right. So, like, nope. Say this now. That's it. She has nothing to do. She She's literally no just right. going through the couch trying to find change to put gas in yeah. the fucking cinnamon <laughs> truck. Exactly. Back to her, her truck uncle, and sleep there. Her no uncle was like, "Where's my truck? I have a business." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. she's packing up, and he's like, "Hey, this is oh." So she has the sorry. She has the Christmas topper, and she's like, "This is for you. It's it's a keepsake." And she's like, "Thanks for the gig, Alex." Like. Maybe we'll do this again in another five Fine. years. Yeah. That's my passive aggressive way of being like, thanks for thanks for not calling me. Thanks okay. for not talking to me for five years. And he's like, hold on, I want to show you something that I managed to do in the past two minutes. Okay. And they, when was this done? <laughs> it wasn't. There's been no time. Maybe the, I mean, maybe they should have shown the divas doing it. Like this would have been a thing for the divas. That to would have been okay. Together. You know, but we did. When was the time where he saw her? When was the time where he saw her? Like, oh, I should, I should. I think we, I think the live show ended ten minutes ago. I think that's <laughs> yeah. the time frame we're looking at. So then he goes up to her and, um, like, they go outside and the the pool is candlelit and there's lanterns everywhere. And it's romantic. And she's like, oh my god, Alex. And he's like, that kiss five years ago, three months and six days, our kiss. It was epic. Romeo and Juliet epic, the kind of kiss that makes you want to pretend to commit suicide so the other person commits suicide and then you really commit suicide. <laughs> and then you mistakenly keep, kill yourself and then you then you just you have to kill yourself anyway. This is like such a weird turn of phrase. He goes, <clears throat> yes. when I left, I didn't ghost you because I didn't like you. I left because my mom actually ghosted me. Like, <laughs> I left because my mom we died. We not use the terminology ghosted when we're talking about our dead. When sisters, she died, you know, family members. part of me died. That's going to live in my head, kind of like, what's that line, Are Jake? You? you always say, Magda just exposed her nipples to the oh, chordigus. Uh, <laughs> Magda just exposed her nipples to the chordigus, and I'm still trying to give a positive feedback. Asia. <laughs> um, oh, Asia. Listen, if you're trying to uh, win over the girl, don't like, don't be like, sorry, my mom died. And when she died, 
part of me died too. What I'm trying to say is I'm consumed with grief. Will you kiss me? And, and the- <laughs> And they kiss, and then we hear da na 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 na. Hey, I'm Scott Evans. I didn't fuck anybody, man. I'm gonna wrap up this movie without the actual characters in the movie. I'm gonna be the last thing you hear in the movie, and I'm a lower level character. This was so weird. I, I, I. This was this was to me the most disorienting thing. And do you think that they filmed his? things before his like little scenes before they finished the movie because this is what was confusing in the beginning when they said this show has been canceled and i was saying like well we were all saying like when was it canceled five minutes ago or 10 years ago it's because how they phrase it he goes guys he's like america the network is not only reversing its decision to cancel the show it's going to stream it live now you don't call a show canceled that was on like 20 years ago you know it's not guys canceled show friends since it's like, the show that used to be on, say, you don't uncancel the show. Like you reboot the show. It's weird. Yeah, they didn't even say reboot, and like it's going to be the first reality soap opera. Do you think Lifetime of felt like Which, like they felt like boomers wouldn't know what reboot means? Like perhaps. watching this, maybe. I think that they. I think in the beginning it was like this was they this was like the season finale of the show or something like they did this show and then they were going to do this as one last hurrah before it was they supposed canceled to be the, the show. series finale yeah right but yeah, then that's they what I changed think. it to be like well it hasn't listen it couldn't have been recent because we'll make this kid the child who starred in this show okay that makes more sense it's like they're just making it up because, as they go along and nothing because really this is came airing christmas day and so many people watched a show that aired on christmas day especially <laughs> a, a soap show. opera from 30 years ago yeah, yeah. like wow got then, the whole family around let's all watch lonnie anderson on a live <laughs> like, I know. and then there's this very important part where he goes we are so happy for them especially for lily marlowe who is a shoe-in to nab a well-deserved daytime Emmy for her brave, gray-haired performance. I can't think of a better way to start close the movie. That can arc. You? Close no, that arc. Close that But it's not close. Because we don't even know if she's nominated and or if she actually won. We just know there <laughs> might be a chance me, she closes the arc. Her gray-haired turn pouring gravy on Morgan Fairchild's how brave. head. I mean, I don't understand how that's not getting an Emmy. A daytime Emmy, no less. I, I don't know how, if there were Emmys for podcasts, how we wouldn't have gotten an Emmy for covering this for four hours. Listen, there four was a, a lot half. of ground to cover. Uh, an hour for every diva. Well, I guess also. So there's five. There's five, but four yeah, that were, were originally yeah, going to be in it. Four they originally, you know, yeah. Uh-huh. For the feud, you know, uh-huh. or after the feud. Yeah. Uh, well, well, that was that was that something. Was, We're like, wow! I can't believe this terrible thing. We're like, let's talk about it for ninety-seven hours. That's this was the worst one we've so done yet. Funny. This is the worst. <laughs> okay, far. that makes me feel better because J- I texted Jake when I finished the I movie, s- and you, I said, <laughs> I said, "This is terrible." I kind of, I kind of liked it, but I, I thought, I thought about it as just from what it was trying to do because I despised Holiday. Um, oh, because was terrible. Yeah, but this was on a different level because it was just completely a holiday. Illogical. Looked like a movie. It looked like a real movie, right? Ho- yeah. yeah, and it had Francis Fisher. And then this one is just like it was just barely concerned with Christmas. Like there was no right. 
Like they literally did not even make it snow when they kissed outside with the lanterns. Be like, oh my god, it's snowing in LA. Like they didn't even just do any of the stupid cheesy things. Yeah. The goals well, were just, very they just meager. Did fake snow and showed the interns again or the, whoever was it opened with them right. blowing fake snow. So why didn't that they show them in the fake button. snow? Yes. You know something, but well, you know, I I guess this was. I think you're right that this was a COVID thing, and they probably like there was literally nobody on the set except the ladies, probably. You know. I really Probably. do think yeah. this was mostly shot on iPhones. And <laughs> we just got, you know what, we got what we got. But at the end of the day, it was really good seeing all these ladies. And as much as we I agree. talked all of them, I mean, that's pretty I love cool all to of see them. all those ladies. And by the end, I thought they were great. doing all great. I actually yeah. want to say, except for like Lonnie Anderson and her not great moments, the what these women did with this dialogue, I thought was pretty great. Morgan Fairchild and John Mills killed it. Yeah, I think Linda so too. Gray. And actually, Linda Lonnie killed, killed it, it for Lonnie. I mean, that's always how Lonnie Anderson has been. She was <laughs> like that true. literally yeah. in every show she ever did. They should have made her more of like an airhead, though, because that was always her character, right? She was just like a bombshell airhead. Yeah. And just in general, it would have been great if the women had any sort of, you know, personalities that were different from each other. You <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> but y'all, the, the, you know. the director was terrible. That actress should never work again. I. <laughs> Wow. She was absolutely awful. <laughs> it was not. It was. Uh, I still am like mad about the cinnamon, like the the cinnamon roll truck. Like I don't understand why that was there. Like why are you? Why are you putting this element in here that we never see again for the rest of the movie? No, no. But it was like many other elements. So. But I'm so yeah. glad that we got to do this again. I'm so, so glad fun. we got it's to always time happy to together, with you guys. For yeah, sure. kind of like the these are kind of like the men I think I have relationships with. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth at the end, but then in a year I forget about it and do it all over again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, a lot of our listeners say this is my holiday. This is my Super Bowl. This, uh, this is my this is definitely empire. like my um, any, anybody I've dated where I literally write down uh, things that I need to pretend never happened. <laughs> 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 lots of time codes in here to go uh, strike, strike the strike. Rest. Lots to cut. Lots strike to that. Cut. Strike that and strike that. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening. Thank of course, Thank be sure y'all. to follow. Thank y'all. Be, be sure to follow everyone on social media, much like Donna Mills's character. So social media account. <laughs> Like yes. social, media. social media website. She would say my social media website. And I went, it's not a website, honey. Oh so we're God. at Watch What Crappens. You guys are at Reality Gaze on uh, podcast. Yeah, at Reality Gaze podcast. podcast on Instagram, mm -hmm. etc. We are actually at What Crappens on Twitter. And but we are everywhere reality else, Gaze, at Watch What Crappens. We are Reality Gaze Pod on Twitter and on the TikTok. We are Reality Gaze. Wonderful. Everybody. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll catch you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Love y'all. Bye.